Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, welcome to, to Yikesland. Hi, guys, and welcome to Yikesland episode 20. Dose. <laughs> I didn't know you were waiting for me. Uh, 22. I thought it would be better if I didn't give him a warning. So, And it was. Um, it was. We are so happy that you are here with us on another Tuesday. It's a, a great Tuesday because you are here with us existing in the world, whether you are sad or not. Um, either way, I'm still glad you're here. I'm glad that you are here, Jelani. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and uh, we are glad that you guys are here and listening to us or not listening or doing your own thing, whatever it takes to make it to the next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, if you want to communicate with us, you can find us on Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at yikesland underscore podcast or email us at yikesland at gmail.com. Maybe That's we right. can start getting hate mail soon. Would that be nice? Uh, you can People send, who are like, you can send you the hate mail. <laughs> you can send the hate mail to yeah. the garbage at the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I would be I would be honored if someone just wrote to me like, you should be sad. You know what I mean? <sighs> Because the thing is that I know everybody watching this is like pretty supportive. Yeah. And so I'd I'd be like, oh, a wild new person. <laughs> oh. um, You've encountered a wild a wild troll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I will start this podcast off the way we always do. Jelani, what are you? No, I'm just kidding. What, How uh, what, are you? What is Jelani? <laughs> well, let me see. let me tell you. Back on my. <laughs> Oh, how am I? Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't even hear you. Uh, yes. How am I doing? Well, uh, so uh, recently uh, in the past couple of podcasts, I think I've talked about like I've been feeling kind of sluggish. I've been feeling a little, uh, there's like this fog of, I don't know, depression over my life at the moment. I don't know what it is. It's been, been feeling a little sluggish. Um, I feel myself rising out of it. I think I am okay. pulling myself out of that little fog. I mean, uh, starting to buckle down and refocus on things again so i'm starting to like be able to be more clear on like where everything is um i've had to uh make a couple changes in my life uh about a couple things that i'm doing you know uh health wise and things like that that depressed person constant ability to reinvent to themselves. adapt to yeah, change I, like it. I can be better i have ten dollars and i can change myself <laughs> to something better the ten dollar man um so i i've been changing up a couple a little bit of my schedule i've been wanting to refocus on things i think i've been a little bit unfocused i think i talked about that um being unfocused for me has been uh kind of a mainstay thing that has happened you know it's a consistency you know like something that's constant whereas like i get unfocused and then there's too many different like you know things happening so um i decided to like okay reevaluate everything i'm doing let me cut out what i can cut out and refocus on things that i want to focus on you know okay and so uh you know i've been i've been diving a little bit more into like the show stuff you know the podcast network stuff and things like that so i've been trying to refocus my you know depression eye i guess and trying to like get myself more on track so i think i've been doing okay you know i've been rising out of it i think i think it's uh pushing me to do a little bit more you know being a little bit different so i think i'm uh on a new track that's good i, I wouldn't say a better track but i'd say a new track and let's see where this leads us i'm glad yeah 
I know the the feeling of being not quite focused can be really uh, like distressing at least for me where you feel like you're supposed to be doing better or doing something different but you like kind of can't and you're a little bit like like strung between a lot of things Mm. so I I know that feeling and that can be hard and lead to a lot of self-blame too I think for people like us who are trying to like get creative things done you know trying to produce stuff and make it quality and then make that stuff even better and feeling like you're not focusing on or advancing on your specific things can be frustrating because you're like but this is the purpose of me yeah and you know i've been you know i've been pulling myself a hundred different ways yeah. and it's been like oh what, what am i really doing where is everything going what's you know what's up with, you know blah 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 and i i just kind of feel like you know let's focus on a couple things and let's get on the track of like all right let's see where this goes if i just focus on a couple things and let's let's start moving forward you know so that's where i'm going how are you doing i am i didn't think about this so now i have to think oh about no this. <laughs> i'm okay i'm good i'm i'm not okay as in middle ground i'm like good or bad at any given moment okay um i definitely having personal ups and downs um but i have also some things that i am looking forward to or that are going really well in my life that kind of keep me going okay. so it's not you know how sometimes you're just okay like everything's going meh nothing's going bad and nothing's going good mm-hmm. for me it's the opposite of that like a bunch of things are going good and a bunch of things are going bad but i'm still here so that's what matters <laughs> it's, what, it's the most important thing is that you're still here yeah so we want you we want everyone to still be here making it every single day to the next day to every tuesday you know yeah. not to just be here for the show but just to be here in the world in the iceland yeah you know? and i think i've been leaning on uh friends sometimes when i get too sucked into like work or my relationship i won't be around friends as much like i become codependent either to like one other person or very often just like codependent to work mm. and so having some of that stuff go worse reminds me that oh i have like all these other friends that are a support system that i really connect with in ways that are also unique and important and so it's kind of given me more time to like spend time with other people have really good conversations with other people and like put more of myself into that as opposed to sometimes when you're behind the bar you're like finger guns finger guns chatting but you don't necessarily make time to be like here's my real feelings because you're like you're thinking oh i'm here to serve somebody so like they don't really they're not here to get my real self unless they're my actual friend yeah um so just having some conversations even some conversations are just like texting or facebook messaging because people in 2019 don't have time to see each other yeah Um, that's that's, yeah to to have those conversations but actually be present in them Mm -hmm. i had a video chat with my best friend from college last week that was really good and that's something we haven't done in a while um, and then I am seeing, I have one friend in town now and another friend from New York who is coming, uh, by next weekend and stuff. So i also, I've been getting to physically see people that I don't usually see. Oh, and that means I have to like do stuff that I don't normally do, like go to brunch or whatever, where if it's just me by myself, I'm always like, ah, oh, you don't deserve to spend that money on just you. You should save it, like use your money wisely, et cetera, you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously you can't do that infinitely because then you've run out of money. But yeah. But I think it's fine, like reasonably to uh, be spending that 
time with people and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. I think those are all positive things that have come out of some other negative feelings. So I am grateful for that. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to break up like the monotony a yeah. little bit, you know, kind yeah. of like change it up a little bit. Yeah. That, you know, we adapt, we change, we do what we got to do and uh, reach out to, you know, those who are our support system. You know, we talked about that before and kind of we talked about like the emer break, uh, break glass in case of emergency, uh, depression, emergency and like support system around you and friends that you haven't seen in a long time and friends who are around you are definitely important to keep in your life. You know, even though like uh, if you kind of become codependent on just like one person all the time you know that becomes like a sometimes it can be a hindrance because it's, like it's always focusing on just the one person and then you're you kind of limit your circle but kind of yeah you know spreading out and having those conversations that's bravo i'm you know super happy that you're able to reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while so yeah. that's good well and i mean even for me especially it won't necessarily be like sometimes it'll literally be me being codependent with work where mm -hmm. even things are going really well like my life's going well but I am still focusing on work like an unhealthy amount. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I've talked about this in previous episodes and I, I'm probably gonna keep talking about it like an annoying amount so that I can remind myself, That's but right. I'm trying to work on not thinking that I only have self-worth because of productivity. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> and so, you don't wanna put all your eggs yeah. in one basket. And so you know? all of that stuff is really tied together where I'm like, oh, like things are going well, so I'm gonna put literally all my thoughts and emotions and time into doing work so that I can get more of a kick out of how productive I'm being so that I can feel like I deserve to be alive. And it's like, that's not why you deserve to be alive. Yeah. And I could tell somebody else that easily if they were telling me this, I'd be like, mm -hmm. that's not why you deserve to be alive. You deserve to be alive because of you stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not like that you have to do X amount of work to like be worthy of walking on this earth. But like when it's just me, I don't remember to tell myself that. In yeah, I think all the in-between moments. I think that we've talked about it before of us yeah. just having like our biggest one of the biggest hurdles that a person in our state can have is like oh we have just have a problem of like taking our own advice and yeah. taking our own help you know so that happens yep. it happens but yeah. you know super glad that things are going you know on a uh, you're breaking it up a little bit and doing some different things good good uh shall we hop into topic of the week yeah so speaking of hate mail <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Um, speaking of hate mail, our uh, topic for the week is criticism. Yes. And that's probably a, a heavy one, especially for people like us who are, I'm definitely myself very much of a perfectionist and I uh, theoretically love and thrive on constructive criticism, mm. but there's all different forms of criticism. Yeah. Um, and I think being depressed or anxious or just like a neurotic person you have a lot of voices in your head that are also being critical of you um and then you know everybody is gonna have uh haters gonna hate everybody's gonna have <laughs> like external voices yeah. of criticism you know and some of that criticism is legitimate or not or it is legitimate but it shouldn't have been said that way and stuff like that so today mm. we are going to talk about kind of the way that our uh mental health um, ties in with external criticism, um, how internal criticism can make you feel stronger sometimes, weaker sometimes in our personal experiences with that. Yeah. This is a topic I love and I'm really excited about. So. Super glad, super glad. Uh, yeah, 
so criticism this is yeah it's kind of a, a, a large topic because there's so many different avenues that this can take um there are the external forces you know there are the criticisms from you know you get them from friends family you can you know even the smallest things i mean we've talked uh we've hinted on it slightly before of like sometimes someone just says something and it kind of just like throws you off a little bit yeah. it's like oh okay all right you know and then uh people who are in our state of mind with our you know always having problems with their mental health and uh depression uh we have that like you said just the internal voices you know the one you know we, we've talked about i think we had an episode where we talked about the internal voice yeah um, the, the lies your depression tells yeah, you and the problem is you have uh internal criticism but it's very harsh i would say it's probably the harshest uh, uh criticism you'll you'll ever receive is yeah. your internal voice um constantly you know telling you about like whether or not you're worthy of being here if you're worthy of doing you know uh, if you're doing things right and you're always second guessing yourself you know i yeah. i kind of have that problem where um the internal voice is always just going off a little bit you know certain things set me off and it's just like the kind of spiral a little bit but you know it's always just yeah you know, internal voices just yelling out at you and just kind of bringing you down a little bit and it's always it's it's a difficult situation and it's difficult like landmine to navigate in, internally when you're also trying to um take in constructive criticism which can be positive you know it can be uh helpful to you know bettering yourself if you will and it's i don't know uh what, for you for you what what is what's your you know what's my background on this what's your background um, on this well probably so obviously i think uh you know you guys can let us know what you what you experience in your own internal landscape. But um, I think it's a pretty common thing that people who are, you know, depressed or anxious or have other mental health issues um, are pretty critical of themselves. And for me, I've always been a person that inside I'm like constantly picking apart everything that I'm doing um, in a way that doesn't necessarily actually make me better, you know, in a way that's just purely unhealthy. Um, and I think, you know, there's a place for criticism in the world and in relationships and in your relationship to yourself. It's not like you are supposed to pretend everything is good and perfect all the time because, you know, otherwise how would we improve and how do you make things better? But there's also very much you need to pay attention to and especially when you're a sad boy like me, <laughs> uh, are those voices even productive or are they just trying to hurt you? And, um, so for example, uh, I used to have an eating disorder, like I talk about and, or I'm in recovery from one. And so I have had a lot of voices that are critical of my appearance and my body and stuff like that. And those are almost easier than the other voices that are about my brain because they're, they're almost purely just like you know that that voice is a piece of shit you know <laughs> you're like oh literally it serves no purpose for you to be looking at yourself in the mirror super closely and picking apart what things are or aren't good about your face you know those ones are kind of easy for me to be like nah all of those voices are bad none of those voices should be listened to um and i have for that kind of thing a couple of different ways that i attack the voices mm -hmm. um and they're not i guess for me they're not like literal voices they're just like things that like pop up in my head against my will but it doesn't sound like anything yeah um 
yeah but, yeah please we're not like hearing just like oh <laughs> what we're not hearing things like that it's just that's what the label we're putting on it but yeah um i for me um one thing that i do to test is i think would i say this to another person mm. and if you wouldn't say it to another person then you probably shouldn't be saying it to yourself yeah and sometimes if you were saying it would say it to another person you shouldn't be saying it to another person like that and you should be nicer um but a, a lot of that stuff i'll i'll think like okay would you on it like would you think about that when you were looking at someone else's body no you wouldn't that mm -hmm. would be a mean thing to do and i also like i don't i don't organically have critical thoughts about other people's bodies or appearances like i mostly don't like i'll, I'll find people attractive but i mostly don't care you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so i'm not like looking for like I don't know, for example, if with eating disorder stuff, I'm not like looking for stretch marks on other people and being like, oh, those are bad. But then I'll look at my own sometimes and be like, oh, those are bad. Mm. And it's that like double standard where you have some insanely, like you have this abusive standard for yourself where you're like, you know what's an okay thing to say to me? That I'm ugly because blah, blah, blah. And like, you shouldn't say that to other people and so you shouldn't say it to yourself. Yeah. And then another thing that I do to combat that stuff is I'll, <laughs> I'll literally be like, oh, Oh, like if I catch myself kind of in a spiral of criticism about my body or my appearance, I'll literally think, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a hideous monster now. Mm. And kind of like the hyperbole of that will make me laugh and be like, okay, everything that's happening now is stupid and that's not a good use of your time. And it's okay to feel it's okay to feel those negative feelings because a lot of them are just informed by like the society that we grow up in and the you know, the criticism or standards that we are being given by the patriarchy and yeah. also the media and people who are trying to sell us stuff. Um, and so, you know, it's not, you're not bad for feeling those things, but like it's understandable that they would happen. And so I have some kind of really clear cut ways for like shutting down criticism with regards to uh, physical appearance and with things that like trigger me from my eating disorder, but I don't really have as good of a toolbox for criticisms that I have for like my brain and emotions that are things that result from like, ADHD or OCD or depression or anxiety or whatever mm. mix of things you'd like to say that I have. So that's kind of a toolbox that I'm looking to work on because yeah. it's for some reason it's not it's not as clear cut for me and it's not as easy for me. And part of that is because you pretty much should never be criticizing someone else's body or your own body. Like that's very it's easy to say that that's pointless, but like there are some things that are I don't want to say wrong with uh, my personality or character, but things that I genuinely, I'd be happier if I worked on them or like the people I love would be happier if I worked on them or they're not productive for me. And so there are legitimate critiques that should be made there and things that I'd like to work on. And so it's a little bit harder for me to just be like, listen to no negative voices. Cause like, that's not something that I agree with. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a fine line to skirt like constructive criticism especially when it's within yourself and the harsh criticisms that you have on yourself and like again nine times out of ten 99 percent of the time uh you're always harsh on yourself yeah. you know you're the harshest critic is yourself you know that's why like people who are in creative fields constantly hate their own work because they are constantly critiquing their own thing and it's uh it's a, it's really hard to work on that toolbox where you're um 
you know, you work on that toolbox of like trying to just alleviate yourself of the harsh criticism and try to be more constructive in your own, you know, in your own mind, you know, and, uh, for us, focusing on the harsh stuff too much, um, can kind of blind you to the legitimate stuff or like the stuff that you do want to work on where you're so busy feeling bad about yourself for all these things that you decided you should feel bad about that you don't like that you just feel bad and you don't actually get to work on anything that would make you happier. Yeah. And so like that can be difficult too is like if you're not parsing it and you're not fighting away one type of criticism, then like you you're not even gonna get to that place where you can make changes that are helping you like I feel like you're making right now. Yeah, especially when you're emotionally compromised like like we are, like some of us wear our emotions on the mind. Emotionally you know, you know. compromised. What a what? dark phrase. What is was that was that dark? <laughs> I didn't think it was dark. But for I us because it sounds like spies. Yes. Yeah. For us being emotionally compromised like we are. I mean we're on a, on a turn of a dime we can turn into Sadsville real fast and uh it's it's uh it's very difficult to skirt that line like like for someone who was completely mentally healthy and they didn't have you know uh, depression or you know anxiety or anything like that uh even just taking just outside criticism is it can be difficult for them sometimes but it's it's something that we have to learn to try and get there also just try not to give give out that kind of harsh criticism as well like you like you're saying like we it's what's the oldest the oldest adage in the world where it's like you know if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all you know and and you you treat people the same way you would want to be treated but that also kind of goes double for yourself where it's like treat yourself (laughs) like you want to be yourself want to be treated because nine times out of ten when we're in our states that we are in um and become emotionally compromised we don't want to treat ourselves the way we want to treat ourselves really we we end up you know going a little bit too far and maybe some of that some of it has maybe to do with tone where a criticism might be legitimate but the way that you're talking about it is so harmful to yourself or to Mm -hmm. others that it's going to prevent any sort of action on that because you're if you're expressing it in such a toxic way like either somebody else isn't going to listen or you're not going to listen to yourself so it's not to I mean I'm going to bring it back to another physical example but you know it's it's like fine and probably a good thing if you're like oh I want to start working out to be healthy Mm -hmm. it's like exercise is good for all of us but if the way that you phrase it is like oh I need like I need to work out because I'm like a fat piece of shit or something that's a terrible way to talk to yourself and don't do that that's what I I tell myself every single day I look in the mirror and I'm like what are you you know so yeah you kind of I guess I think with a lot of that stuff tone matters where you have to think about okay does this criticism help me but then it's also like how am I talking to myself about the thing Um, and once again it becomes very clear that I'm great at dealing with the eating disorder aspect of this and terrible at coming up with other examples of how to be kinder about my other stuff yeah um, I think if I could theoretically find a way to do that I might be better at you know what I mean if I could speak to myself about constructive criticism the way that I would speak to others where I'm like this is a problem with you and we're gonna change it together but like it's okay I still love you the way you are but also we're gonna change but also you're okay but also don't you know Mm -hmm. then that would be a lot healthier than like oh you're worthless because you procrastinated today which is a thing that I think a lot Mm. isn't yeah it's uh 
any type of criticism, like especially internal ones, but like outside external ones as well, can can stick with us for quite some time. Even you know, depending on like even if it was constructive, like some like we being in our emotionally compromised states can take it the wrong way, and it's it's kind of a fine line of just like you you have to take everything in and kind of stand back. You know, it's um you know you you don't want to. What's the word? Uh, you, you don't the the old adage of just like you don't want to stand too close to the elephant because you can't see the entire you know the entire thing. I've actually never heard that. No. 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 So it makes perfect it, sense. Yeah. I don't exactly. Need you don't stand too close to the elephant because you can't yeah. see the entire elephant because it's so big. You know, there's a bigger picture in play here. You got to stand back, take it for what it is, and like take it all in and then kind of process it like the thing is i think that we rush through because we wear our emotions on our on our sleeves and uh you know we rush to getting ourselves hurt and i think because we have this weird internal criticism you know mechanism where we heighten everything so i mean someone could say something i was like hey you know uh i don't know i was gonna say something i was like it's like Hey, that jacket looks pretty old. And then, like in your mind, is like, oh, you, you're shit because like you're wearing shitty clothes and this and that and whatever. And, you know, because we can take an external criticism and internally heighten it up. You know, yeah. and that's us just rushing through it. But like, I think taking a moment and taking uh, a breath, if you will, you know, can uh, aid. I think that's one of the biggest things that we have to do. You know, it's like we have to take a moment you know because nine times out of ten whenever we in our states like end up being compromised and end up spiraling like we talked about before i think it's always because we've rushed into hurting ourselves you know we've we pushed ourselves so fast into being sad and being uh harmful to ourselves and criticizing ourselves and heightening it up it's it's moves so fast that you're you become paralyzed and you're not able to even um pull yourself out of it after that it's almost kind of just like now you're here because you've pushed yourself so far so fast you know i think that i think we all have like to take a moment and just kind of just slow down it's almost like a way that i'm thinking about it like um a theory if you will hypothesis yes that's right that's how we're doing it hypothesis i'm i'm not gonna say that word anymore but yes i think it's something that uh it's a theory that i'm working with at you know hearing you speak about it and talk about it and like kind of like looking inwards i think no matter what like the key thing is our internal the internal criticism um can make anything you know even if it's just something that we're doing heightened but if there is an external criticism we have then the external and the internal that like to to take into account there because we can take that external and heighten it up to yeah. the thousandth degree you know yeah. and so we kind of have to uh take a breath if you will and kind of like let it you know fall like a duck off water's back nope that's not the phrase like a water <laughs> off a duck's back that's the word yeah. yes. well i think you have a really good point there which is that when you are someone who spends so much time thinking critical stuff about yourself, um, you can feel criticism from other people uh, too harshly if it kind of corroborates like, like I sort of walk about the world with a theory that I'm like secretly terrible mm. and I'm just waiting for everyone to find out that like I'm dumb and everything I do is bad and I'm a failure and I'm not a real adult and I'm just like waiting for people to figure that out. And so if somebody says something to me that sometimes wasn't even meant as a criticism or sometimes it is, um, that corroborates my like cruel theories about myself, I'll be like, 
oh, so it's true then. Everything that I thought about myself that was bad must also be true. And the thing is, like, sometimes... I'll do that for stuff where somebody didn't even mean something in a hurtful way. I just like decided to take it that way for Mm -hmm. fun, you know, or sometimes people are going to say critical stuff about you and like maybe they should have and maybe they shouldn't. And uh, it's important to recognize as an adult that you don't have to take everyone's criticism. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes even if somebody said a thing about you that you also thought was bad about you, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true or it doesn't necessarily mean it's something that you should feel bad about it can just be like they happened to be mean to you in the same way that you're mean to you but that's something that i struggle with a lot especially in relationships where i am obviously like you're more vulnerable with people that you're close to so like your friends or people that you're in a relationship with or your family where for me at least like if a stranger said something critical I'd be like hi I don't care it's a stranger I don't care about their opinion but if it's like my partner saying something that corroborates a terrible theory I had about myself I'm like oh so everything is bad then and it's like nah maybe they shouldn't Mm. have said that about you maybe they should have been nicer and like they were the shitty person in that situation and I'm also the shitty person for thinking that stuff about myself and setting up this situation in which I was bound to get hurt because I like it's like having a bruise you know and it's like this is a bruise that I inflicted by thinking so much bad stuff about myself but now if somebody so much as brushes against that bruise it's going to hurt a lot because I already bruised it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't mean it's my fault. Like I'm actually terrible. I just mean if I could be kinder to myself, then other people's criticisms would bounce off a little bit better. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the key goal of like, uh, to, to work off your bruising metaphor here. Another metaphor is like, yeah, if we are kind of working with a wound, you know, we are working with something that's trying to scab over, that's trying to you know heal up and if we keep you know we do the harshest most harshest damage to that scar to that wound there by continually picking at it you know we're picking at it we're picking at it you know oh you know digging at it and doing whatever and it's not healing over and then of course when someone comes by and you know brushes by it obviously it's gonna hurt a lot more because you haven't already like you know softening the skin you've been like creating this thin like you know uh skin on yourself and for now i think like right what i'm looking at is like yeah i, I think that we you know especially me too it was like i gotta stand back where it's like i gotta take a breath i gotta like you know simplest thing in the world you know some someone says something i gotta take it uh, yeah take uh, a know, moment take and a be moment. like did they really mean break to it be, down yeah be like did they really look mean at to a different size exactly is it just something that i'm thinking they meant to be hurtful one and then two like even if they meant to be hurtful was that like a fair thing to say or is that just like a mean thing to say that they shouldn't be saying because like we're all humans you know in an ideal world we would never be mean to people we care about but realistically it happens sometimes you're tired or you're stressed or you like feel like lashing out and you shouldn't do it but like everybody says mean stuff sometimes and so two is like should they even have said the mean thing you know and then like if there is a legitimate criticism there where it's like okay like I'm really looking at it now calmly and I'm trying to figure out if that's something I need to change about myself you have to think like is this something I want to change about myself because of me reasons or is it something I want to change about myself because somebody said something critical about it and then I think I have to change it yeah you know so I think that taking a moment uh, or several moments is a really good suggestion. And then it might even be that for the whole day, you don't even like 
you try to not even consider that criticism. You try to not consider that comment. And then later when you're calmer, you come back to it and be like, is this something that I really need to work on? You know, if somebody told me like, Hey, you procrastinate too much like that one, I could easily be like, Oh, you're right. I do. That's the thing I also don't like about myself just because it's like problematic for me getting stuff done and for my time. And I'd be like, I do need to work on that. And do I need to work on it because somebody else said it about me? No, but I need to work on it because it's a thing that's like not working for me. Yeah. And there will be situations like if you're in school or you're at a job where you like you do legitimately need to be able to receive constructive criticism from like your teacher or your boss or someone else who's working on the same project as you and stuff like that. But um, I would actually say that sometimes having the brain setup that I have where I've been so internally abusive to myself kind of gives me a fun superpower for free about receiving external criticism where I'm now like, I'm like, well, you can't really say anything to hurt me because I've already said all of the worst possible things to myself. Mm -hmm. And they were worse coming from me because I'm supposed to love me. And so uh, I think sometimes it can be something that you can turn to your advantage where a lot of times I feel stronger when I'm listening to someone criticize me, especially if they're doing it in like a cruel way where either they have like a tone issue or like they shouldn't even be saying that thing. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier for me now after, uh, years of speaking to myself cruelly it's a lot easier for me to recognize that same cruelty and that same abuse in someone else's voice and be like no that's wrong and i can't let it affect me that's a bad thing and that's a problem that that person has but like i don't need to let that stuff touch me or get under my skin because i i've already let my like i've already let myself do that to me i'm not gonna let anybody else do that to me yeah so i think you know and i've talked in previous episodes about ways that my depression has made me stronger um And I think in some ways my critical voice, you know, like, do I wish I was born with no internal, (laughs) like really mean voice? Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, having this, um, has also in some ways led to a strength for me because I am, uh, a lot of times much, it's, it's much easier to let things bounce off of me where I'm like, okay, that that person's saying something because they have a problem and not because I have a problem. And like, I'll decide what my problems are, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to have a list of problems that was given to me by like the outside world and what they say I'm doing wrong. Mm. And so I think that's, that's a situation where I'm grateful for my depression or I think it's a lot of it is my anxiety, but that's a situation where I'm grateful for the stuff that's been going on in my head because it has in a lot of ways made me stronger. Yeah, I there are there are always going to be people out there who are trying to harm, right? There are always, you know, people who like on the internet, like, I guess yeah, more common things, you, you know, bullying and, and because they don't realize the impact of their actions or because they feel bad and they want to make someone else feel bad yeah. too. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Sometimes you know? it's just an accident, you know, lots of reasons. But there's always going to be people out there saying stuff that is either mean or they're saying it in a way that they shouldn't even if their intention was good or their intention was fine yeah so there's there's the idea of like when that's when it's external you have to understand that there is constructive and then there's destructive right and you do not want to allow the destructive criticism to 
um, reach you. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, you got to be able to break it down again, take a breath, stand back and take a look at it. Is this someone just trying to hurt you? You know, is this someone just saying it just to harm you? And why, you know, why would they, you know, do they not like you do that? You know, is there a problem? Is I don't know. You know, do you have an issue with them? I, I don't know. But at the same time, some people are just there to, you know, cause issues. And it's, it's kind of a, it, it's, it's a it's a thing that I wish wasn't there, but at the same time, like, you know, not everyone's going to listen to the to the rule of like, hey, treat other people how you'd want to be treated, you know. Yeah. And some people but have. I mean, I think even good people will make mistakes exactly. and accidentally say things when they shouldn't, or say something too mean, and um, it can be a strength too where if you are a person who has a harsh voice for yourself I feel like that's made me uh, a lot kinder to other people because I'm like I would never want to expose anybody else yeah. to the way that I treat me that would be awful you know yeah exactly and I, I, I <laughs> like I'll go on Instagram mistakes. and write all these nice things about other people and then I'll like look at my own Instagram and be like oh you're ugly you know and it's like <laughs> no. oh my god don't treat other people that way and don't treat yourself that way yeah. if I could just treat me like I treat other people i think that would also be yeah and better. so it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough road you know and it's it's something that we you'd, you'd have to like learn it into yourself where it's like you gotta you gotta be able to take it in stride you gotta be able to you know put yourself at a distance from it and you yeah. kind of like give yourself room to breathe because if you just let it pile on top of you it's gonna it's going to drown you, you know, and that's something you don't want to let happen, you know, yeah. especially when you're already dealing with the internal, you know, criticism, you know. Um, so, but yeah, if you can if you can turn it and you can use it to your advantage, then it's not necessarily like being depressed and anxious uh, is a bad thing when it comes to criticism. It just means you have to know what's you have to know what's happening and you have to know the way you're treating yourself and what that means, like the lessons that you can learn from that yeah. in terms of you walking about the world. Like you learn, don't treat other people like I'm treating myself. Then hopefully you slowly learn, don't treat me like I'm treating me, you know, and then you can uh, hopefully also kind of develop. It's a little bit of a shortcut into developing a sense of self and a sense of your own uh like your own decisions about what things are productive and not productive or good and not good about your own personality because at a certain point you're like oh if i were to list everything that's bad about me i would list everything because my depression voice says mm -hmm. everything is bad and then it's so extreme that you're like okay well that can't be real so that's that's what i mean by like a shortcut into having to actually look at the issue in a more realistic way and say yeah. okay well this isn't necessarily even a weakness it's a strength and a weakness it's just a different it's a different setup and i need to know what's happening so that i can make it work to my advantage and not use it to hurt myself and use it to not let other people hurt me yeah yeah it's you know you know we you want to be able to take it in stride like you said and kind of just give yourself some room and also you know we all make mistakes like i've made mistakes you know I was, I was like there's been moments where i was like ah, i probably shouldn't have said that not to talk to somebody not to apologize but at the same time like you know we also want to try to be the you know the goodness we want out of the world you know we want to put it out there you know so that way it comes back to us at the same time i don't know if you actually if anybody believes that but at the same time like i want to believe that like if we put some goodness out in the world it'll come back to us at the same time so maybe homework homework folks out there who are in yikes land give a compliment 
give give you know give give instead of criticism give a compliment out there guys you know you know be be the positive force you know that we want in the world uh it's it's a tough it's a tough road you know i don't know any final thoughts on it um, I just think that uh, I guess my my second homework would be when you hear something critical uh, from an external source, then, um, you know, do what Jelani was suggesting and take a moment and just breathe and consider where is this coming from? Like, why is it coming in this form? And is this even useful to me rather than leaping to, oh, this critical voice sounds exactly like the critical voice in my head and mm-hmm. then it must be right. So, you know, take that take that moment to think about, okay, how is the way that my brain is set up to listen and give and receive criticism and how can I use that to my advantage? And I think that, uh, that you're taking a moment to pause is, is another good homework where, you know, give a compliment out there and then consider not taking a criticism out there as a homework. Yeah, it's especially even even when it's even if you don't have like an external criticism, don't go looking for one. But I mean, <laughs> you know, but at they're the same, everywhere. they're everywhere. But at the same time, like maybe even take a take a moment and like take a breath and like I mean, or do it to your, your own criticism. With, yeah, you know? with your like, internal, you know. Yeah, listen to a thing, a thought that you had that was bad about you, and be like, where is this coming from? Why am I thinking this? Yeah. And is this even useful? And then if it is useful, the next step is to be like, how can I rephrase this? in a way that is tone appropriate so that it's still kind and still loving to either you or the person that you're giving criticism to, but also productive. Because if you say stuff in a mean voice, people usually aren't going to listen or they're just going to feel bad. And I think that that goes for you too, where if you say stuff in a mean voice to yourself, you're just going to feel bad and you're not really going to be able to work on anything. So yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots uh there's a lot of mental homework and mental um, sort of, I guess, dis- disassembling the structures that we have built in our heads um, to do this. But it's definitely something that I want to work on because I think I've come leaps and bounds when it comes to not getting as hurt by people's external criticism, even that from people that I love. But I have not come leaps and bounds about being kinder to myself with regards to stuff that's mental and not physical. And so that I would definitely like to, those are things that I want to dismantle and rebuild something better that works better. Yeah. It's nice. (laughs) Yeah. You you want to be able to take everything in stride and be able to like look inside and just like, oh, the, the, the internal criticism it doesn't it does it's not gonna affect me as harsh as it used to because i can take a moment and like look at it and it's like is this actually you know is this too harsh is it is there a way i can rephrase it like you said is there is this useful you know is this or is this just a destructive like you know criticism to myself you know again it again when we say that our criticisms are internal and they are us you know like so it's about being able to condition ourselves to be able to know that maybe we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves and but that's like kind of like an end goal type of thing where it's like maybe we can have these criticisms but not you know say it in the way we in the angsty teenager yeah, way like that it's, you know? it's okay to have high standards for yeah. yourself but like it's, it's okay to push if you're yourself hurting yourself then it's not productive anymore. yeah there's there's such a thing as constructive criticism there's yeah. productive you know there's like you're saying it, it's there's a way to look at it but it's kind of a way of like conditioning yourself being able to you know 
take it and you know like take a take a moment and understand that and, you know and also kind of take a moment and understand how you're criticizing other people if you are you know maybe you shouldn't all the yeah, time and maybe, i mean you know. or maybe your job requires you to give constructive criticism to other people or like you're on you know you're judging people's presentations or you're educating kids or you're just on a team with other people and you need to get feedback about your peers and you know we can all probably get better at the way that we give that feedback mm -hmm. so that it's helpful um but then also there's uh like <laughs> there's definitely a meta thing here for me where i feel bad for other people when they're being too critical of themselves like i feel bad for other people who have impossibly high standards that are like they're just trying to hurt themselves you know but then for me instead i also hate me and would have the criticism that i have too high of standards and so i feel worse I feel doubly bad about it you know what i mean uh so like <laughs> there's even another layer where i'm like oh you're a terrible person because of how you're being mean to yourself yeah. and that's just me being mean to myself all over again so um but yeah just uh find ways to be kinder to yourself and to other people and to make sure that you are uh phrasing things in a way that is productive and then i think you know just taking time to also be grateful for the ways that you are stronger for the stuff that you've been through is also great because that that makes me feel better and feel like oh I'm not going through depression for nothing I'm you know it's not like quote unquote I'm going through it for a reason but like I have found reason in it if that makes sense yeah and it I will make good come of the situation that is already happening or has already happened mm. and I think that can be a really positive mindset at least for me yeah. I encourage you guys to try it. See if it works for you. We encourage you guys to do uh, anything to better yourself, you know, as always. Right. So, yeah. well, uh, yeah, take us home. Well, thanks for being here with us again on this beautiful Tuesday, guys. Uh, as always, if you would like to reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook, we are there. We are on Instagram at yikesland underscore podcast, or you can email us at yikesland at gmail.com with all of your criticism of this episode yeah. <laughs> um but yeah we uh we hope that you guys like listening to us if you have thoughts that you'd like to share with us um topics that you would like to hear about or yeah, please that, you know, things that guys. you'd like to hear more or less about or if you just want to share your experience with somebody um we would always love to hear from you even just a couple of sad emojis on Instagram were totally fine. <laughs> yeah. And of course, uh, as always, I think we've uh, missed out on actually telling you guys this, but uh, for, you know, the podcast fans and people who, wherever you're listening to it, you know, it, it helps the podcast a lot. Just taking a second and like giving us a review or a little rating on where, where you're listening it from. Um, it helps push us up and pushes us up into the, you know, into uh the ranking so that we, we can be seen more and possibly even be featured so like if you guys get a chance if you have a second um if you're listening on itunes or any other type of podcast service give it a like give it a, its rating uh give it a review or views are uh the world to uh, a podcast so um helping this podcast grow bigger and get you know spread out there a little bit more so we can have more people kind of be a part of this kind of community of people just kind of talking and you know getting to know each other and kind of um enjoying the views from yikes land if you will you know and uh final well, fi final thought for me um there's been kind of like a lot of negative stuff out there uh recently and a lot of like uh 
it's it's been feeling a little dark with like a lot of different things that have been going on in you know the world and things have been going on um try to you know try to be good out there to each other uh, everyone and uh, try to respect each other and try to uh you know put the goodness out there so it comes back to all of us because um there's already plenty of darkness out there and um we want to be kind of like while we are this emotionally compromised sad you know group uh we can put goodness out there still and you still can put goodness in the world even just being here um with us every tuesday um and every single day um can be creating a a positive force out there so please uh if you guys can just be a positive force be something good out there um in a world that can seem a little dark so if you guys need a resource, if you are thinking bad, dark things, um, considering suicide, uh, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Their number is 1-800-273-8255. It's uh, toll-free. It's completely confidential. They're available 24-7. I think sometimes we use euphemisms to talk about suicide on this podcast, which is fine. Um I prefer to use the word suicide and think about it in uh, very real terms because of my own personal history. Um, But, you know, I don't think that anyone here is pretending that that's something that uh, is so far away um, or is anything shameful. So it's, you know, it's something that can and should be discussed. And it is always better to ask for help as soon as you can. So, um, that is a good resource reach out to medical professionals um and don't feel any kind of shame about asking for help um when you are feeling that way because that's that is i have felt and been suicidal before and that's not something that i ever want people to be ashamed of or think that that's why we use euphemisms and say like dark place or dark thoughts and stuff like that so just wanted to put that out there for you guys as well sure sure well Folks, thank you so much for being here uh, and joining us and supporting the podcast. Uh, you know, this has been your host, Jelani Hoon, Long Toast. Chris Fong. We and... forgot to say our names in the beginning, so we're saying them now. Extra. Oh, one more time. My name is Jelani Hoon. Oh, no. What's my name? <laughs> oh, no. Check the bar <laughs> below. Oh, there it is. There it is. Thank you so much for being here, guys, Thanks and supporting us. Here. And we'll see you guys next week. And enjoy the views from Have your a good land. week.